It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. The week is rolling along, isn't it? Already a Thursday and the 14th day of September and Sydney's property market is experiencing right at the moment strong demand leading to higher odds of successful home auctions this spring. In the previous month, Sydney achieved an auction clearance rate of 72.1%. Now that is a 4.5% increase from July, although still lower, it has to be said, than June's 81.5% clearance rate when there were fewer homes, of course, on the market. Now typically, a 70% auction clearance rate corresponds to approximately 10% annual price growth while a 60% rate indicates a balanced market. And our friend Nicola Powell from Domain says that this is a sign of broader recovery in Sydney's property market, which initially began in premium areas but is now showing strength across multiple regions. And that's the point, I guess, in terms of where we are today. And this morning we are... Uh, catching up with Margaret Lomas from Destiny Financial Solutions. And good morning, Margaret. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. Great to have you on. Oh, great to be here. The old Sydney market, quite a bit to talk about there. There is uh, great signs of recovery. And of course, we're getting squeezed right at the moment into this uh, end of the year. You know what? I don't want to necessarily be contrary to the economic experts that talk about the property market in terms of data. And I think the thing about data is it's very subjective from one month to the next and can turn very quickly, which we have seen happen in the past. You know, we're riding along on this wave of enthusiasm throughout the Sydney market, but underneath that wave of enthusiasm is all the stuff that you can't see, just like, you know, you could be surfing the greatest wave in the ocean and underneath can be a great white shark just waiting to bite your leg off while you're doing it. And there's a lot of stuff rumbling under the surface of the Sydney market that concerns me about giving people too much enthusiasm into the future about another recovery or another property boom. You know, while I might support the fact that we may be having a recovery, We have to understand what that means. A recovery means that we're getting back to our pandemic levels of growth when we saw unprecedented demand. It doesn't mean we're going to have a property boom. And to me, there's many reasons why we should be very hesitant about thinking we're about to go into a boom time in in the Sydney market. Well, Margaret, you always do offer up some food for thought and you look on the other side and we will come back in just a moment and talk more about whether the real estate market is going to boom or not. We're a lot more than just real estate. Available for breakfast from 6am, then on the drive to work or in your ear at the gym. 
In fact, wherever you go, we're available seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Podcast. Well, we were talking about the the auction numbers and have to make a mention here to Blacktown region in Sydney because they really did stand out with the highest clearance rate of 77.7%. The market's strength is attributed to limited homes for sale and strong buyer demand with almost 30% of properties sold before auction day, often due to competitive pre-auction offers. So well, well done to the Blacktown region. And of course, an unexpected increase in homes for sale might also provide buyers with more choices, but could also slow the clearance rate and price growth. So that is going to be interesting to watch over the next couple of months. If you're turning a day older today for September the 14th, happy birthday to you. Hope you've got a great day lined up. And a couple of interesting things that happened today. It was on this day that the Soviet space probe Luna 2 became the first human-made object to reach the moon, crashing on the surface. That happened on this day back in 1959. And it was also on this day that Princess Grace of Monaco, Grace Kelly died in a car accident and that happened on this day back in 1982. It's the main centre forecast. Let's check on the weather today and in Sydney looking pretty good. Mainly fine, maybe a little bit of cloud cover. 23 is your forecast high. A little bit of cloud but mainly fine and dry in Melbourne. Your temperature's right up there. 25 today. Brisbane expecting a mainly fine one. Maybe a little bit of cloud cover too. Your high of 24. And in Perth expecting a possible shower but it should be a mainly dry fine day and a high for you of 20. It's like diving into a treasure trove of real estate gold nuggets just waiting to be explored with us on The Real Estate Podcast. And we are back with Margaret Lomas talking real estate on your property podcast on this Thursday morning. And just before the break, we were talking about the boom hype for the want of a better word. Of course, we have been in this downturn and there is this expectation of when is the boom times going to return. And I think many people, Margaret, look at auction result numbers as a bit of a barometer of the property market, rightly or wrongly, improving or going backwards. Look, I'm typically suspicious of auction clearance rates anyway. I think they're misreported and I think we have to be careful about using that as our single barometer of what's happening in a market. Let me tell you about some of the other things that I'm seeing happening below the surface, the things which do make me hesitant about whether or not our Sydney market can once again go to some significant price growth. We have to understand that one of the things that very few commentators are talking about, I'm not sure that I've heard anyone talk about this yet, is that 
our Sydney market and all of our markets at the moment are still being driven by the last trickle of those additional savings that people made during the pandemic. I personally know a lot of people who sat at home during the pandemic, couldn't go anywhere. They were on fairly good incomes. They couldn't spend that money, so they saved it. And it meant that a lot of those people who were formerly renters came out of the pandemic with a significant chunk of money that then went toward their deposit on a home. We're now seeing that group of people come to an end in terms of their participation in the market. So those people have been taking advantage of the the slight downtime that we've had in the Sydney market in the last 18 months. They've been coming in with their boosted deposits. They've been able to bid quite well at auction and maybe even pay a little bit more than the owners were asking to pay. And that fueled that that recovery, in my opinion. So more people with more deposit, able to borrow more and go into that Sydney market. But now we're seeing that come to an end. Those people are done now. They've bought their properties. The people who saved money during the pandemic for the purposes of buying property, who didn't buy property, may well have spent it on other things instead. I've definitely seen some people spend their home deposits on holidays coming out of the pandemic. I think that that kind of thinking is probably foreign for many of our listeners, certainly foreign to me. But what about the mortgages and loans at the moment, Margaret, and what the Australian Bureau of Statistics is revealing to us? ABS data is showing us that over the past four months, lending has fallen. The ABS data talks about loan approvals and there's typically a two to three month lag between a loan approval and the settlement of a property and therefore the reporting of that property sale. So if we're now four months into lower lending rates, we should be starting to see in the coming six months the effect of that which is less people with money to buy properties. And as the spring selling season heats up and people who have waited for spring to list their properties, I predict that we're going to be seeing more listings in the marketplace and less people to be buying those listings because this lending has fallen. On top of that, serviceability is definitely harder than it's been for a long time when you are borrowing. And we're seeing, because we, you know, we also do finance broking, so we're seeing people not qualify for loans that they would have previously qualified for, particularly investors with two or three loans because of this serviceability issue, which is linked right back to interest rates. Every time interest rates go up, the buffer rate goes up and you have to have more and more income to qualify. Overlaid over all of that is it's expected that we're going to see the economic situation unwind a little, inflation fall, and typically when inflation falls, we also see unemployment rise. So if you take into account all of those factors, then I can't see that we have enough impetus behind all of this talk to actually make another boom occur. 
And Margaret, you were talking about sharks before and what lurks beneath the the surface. Let's just have a look at the the rate rises because these rate rise hikes, now they've come to a bit of an abrupt end. Mortgage holders were being thrashed about with one rate rise after another. And to your analogy, just like the movie Jaws when the shark dives under the water with the barrels attached to its Back, the interest rates for now are all very quiet in this pause mode. But will they bob back up to the surface? What do you think is likely to happen between now and Christmas? We have a right to be wary about all of this. And I think the issue is that we have a significant proportion of buyers in, a, in the marketplace who have never seen truly high interest rates. So they all think, oh my gosh, we're at significantly high rates now. They can only go down. And that's not correct. For a long, long time, really up until maybe even about six or seven years ago, we were paying rates of seven and eight percent and considering that to be a low rate because many of us had been at 12s and 15s and even 18 percent in our lifetimes. And I wouldn't expect to see that again, there were very specific circumstances around why we went to 18% at the time. We just had a floated dollar. We had uh, difficulty in the economy in many ways that don't seem to be emulated again or haven't been emulated again. So I don't see us getting back to the the 18%, but it's certainly not beyond comprehension that we could stick around the current rate and even go up again if needed. I think changing the Reserve Bank government isn't the uh, governor isn't the silver bullet that people are hoping it is. So they're not going to suddenly get someone who's more empathic to home buyers. And home ownership is not what drives interest rate decisions by the Reserve Bank. Make no mistake. You know, home ownership is a very tiny, tiny part of it. If you've ever read the Reserve Bank minutes, they talk about home ownership in the property market for five minutes or 10 minutes, and then they move on to the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is the global situation, inflation, employment, resources, and a whole lot of other things that ultimately may filter down into people buying homes, but is not necessarily the driver of that. I think the Reserve Bank isn't going to be suddenly cutting rates. I think most of our or many of our home buyers today, because once you're in your 40s and 50s, a lot of people already own a home and it could be their forever home. Many of our buyers today are younger people who have never seen what can really happen to interest rates. So, and they've they've only ever had the good times. So, they're all thinking, oh, you know, Mm. hopefully interest rates will come down. I don't really see that happening and I think we do have to be aware that it's highly possible that as well as remaining on hold, there's always that chance that they could peak up a little bit again. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 